What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the AG Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Amar Garnett, and this in this episode, we'll be doing, we'll be hearing my NFL mock draft and my predictions to what will happen in the draft. The end, I will have my predictions, and within those predictions, I will have no potential teams that could trade up to get a certain player at a certain spot, but in my mock draft, I will not have any trades. I'm just going 1 through 32 without trades. But at the end of my predictions, like I said, I will have some trade predictions that potentially could happen. The draft is on April 29th at 8 p.m. So that's when the first round will be and the second round will be on that Friday. I will be dropping another podcast on uh, Saturday the 1st. It will be recorded Friday evening. Yeah, I will drop it on Saturday the 1st, basically giving a recap of the first round seeing if my mock draft where i had some trades right but enough talking about it let's get into it my nfl mock draft let's go ahead and start it with the first pick of course you know we have the jaguars and they are going to take trevor lawrence with their first pick because that's just the right thing to do they need a quarterback he's the best quarterback prospect in the draft they're going to take trevor lawrence with the number one pick the number two pick, I have the Jets taking Zach Wilson. They just got rid of Sam Darnold to Carolina, and now they need a quarterback now. And it was already presumed that they were going to draft a quarterback in the draft, but they just solidified it with that trade to send um, Sam Darnold to the Panthers. They solidified it even more, and they're going to take Zach Wilson with the number second pick in the draft. Now, the number three pick is very tricky this year because depending on if the 49ers decide to draft, who they decide to draft, it's going to make or break a lot of mock drafts, going to make or break a lot of teams' chances of getting a quarterback. It's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to fluctuate the whole draft, but I do feel like they're going to make the right decision and draft Justin Fields with the number three pick. It's been a lot of reports about Mac Jones, you know, early on that the 49ers are going to go Mac Jones. I really hope they don't because that's not the right decision because Justin Fields is the better quarterback. But new, more newer reports have shown that they've shown a lot of interest in Justin Fields too. So hopefully they make the right decision and go get Justin Fields. But if they get Mac Jones, that changes a lot in the draft, honestly, because that means the Falcons could potentially get him with the next pick. Justin Fields could drop all the way to a team that needs a quarterback like Carolina at the number eight pick or the Broncos. Those are the two teams coming up after the 49ers and the Falcons that need a quarterback. So the the if Justin Fields doesn't get picked at number three, that could potentially trade to change the draft and bring in a lot of trades to the draft. At number four, we have the Falcons, and they're going to take the best tight end prospect we have seen in a while, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts is a freak of nature. He is huge. He is fast. He can block. He can run routes good. He's he's a great prospect, and they need a tight end now. It has been some reports of them considering going quarterback at number four, but I feel like they're going to end up making the right decision and taking a tight end now and then they can draft uh Matt Ryan's replacement next year or the year after next because I think Matt Ryan has a good maybe one or two years left in him or they can trade around and get a young quarterback in the league now but I feel like they're gonna go Kyle Pitts at number four number five is tricky because 
the Bengals need offensive line, but it's been a lot of reports that they want to pair up Joe Burrow with Jamar Chase. So this is a real tricky pick, but I think they're going to go the right pick and pick Penny Sewell, the offensive tackle out of Oregon. He is the best officer tackle in the draft. He's the best officer lineman in the draft. He is an animal. Penny Sewell is an animal. And they need that type of dude to protect Joe Burrow and prevent him from getting hurt again. Now, at number six, that makes Jamar Chase go down. And we have the Dolphins at number six who can use another receiver. And I feel like the Dolphins will take Jamar Chase at number six. They need the receiver, but they also need Edge Rogers and offensive line and running backs. But you know the Dolphins have a lot of picks this year. I believe they have another pick at 18. Yeah, they have another pick at 18. So they could potentially, you know, grab a edge rusher or a running back or a linebacker or offensive line at 18. So it's a lot of potential stuff that can happen. But at number six, I feel like they pick up Jamar Chase. Number seven. Now, it's been a lot of talks about this number seven pick, but there's been a lot of talks about this number seven pick that the uh, Patriots could trade up to get Mac Jones if he doesn't get taken to number three. A lot of teams considering trading up. Teams that need quarterbacks consider trading up to the number seven pick like the Washington football team, the Patriots. Um, those type teams that need a quarterback like right away. Or they might go in the second round to get a quarterback. It has been reports that the Patriots have interest in Kyle Trask and they've been looking at him heavily. So we could see a Kyle Trask pick for the Patriots in the second round. But I believe the Lions keep this pick and they take Devontae Smith with the number seven pick. He's the second best receiver in the I in my in my opinion, I feel like uh Devontae Smith is the best receiver in the draft, but I've received a lot of <laughs> hate from that. They saying Jamar Chase is better or whatever like that. I feel like Devontae Smith is better. He won the Heisman. You can't say I mean he's the Heisman winning wide receiver in the draft, so He's the best wide receiver prospect to me. So with the number seven pick, the Lions will take Devontae Smith. Now number eight at Carolina, they did just get Sam Darnold. So I won't say they don't need a quarterback, but, you know, Sam Darnold. I feel like Sam Darnold can go somewhere else and be good, but, you know, it's always a little shaky with that. He coming from the Jets with a bad situation. Over there, no, co- not good coaching, you know, no weapons beside Jamison Crowder. And he just didn't look good. So I feel like him coming to Carolina could be good. You know, they have a couple of weapons over there. You know, they got Christian McCaffrey. They got a forming defense. You know, the defense is still forming for real. They used to have some solid players over there, but they're still forming for real. So, you know, but... I do think Carolina is going to take an officer tackle, Rashawn Slater. Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. He's a great, another great officer tackle. He's the second best officer tackle in the draft, right behind Penny Sewell. So they're going to take him, build up their build up their offensive line to be able to protect their quarterback. Now, number nine is another tricky place in the draft because there's been reports of trading up for to get a quarterback. And it's also been reports that the Broncos, the Broncos are picking number nine. It's also been reports that the Broncos do not want to draft a quarterback and they want to stick with Drew Locke. 
Now, if that happens, that that can change the draft a lot because they could be considering the trade back or just stay at number nine and pick another player. But if the Broncos are smart, they're going to know that Drew Locke is not the guy. They should go out and get potentially Trey Lance or Mac Jones. I do think at number nine, the Broncos are going to pick Trey Lance because that's what they need. They need a quarterback. The Broncos are not a bad team at all. They just don't have a quarterback. It's like that's what makes them bad for real. They need a quarterback to push that offense because the offense is not bad at all. Got a couple of weapons here and there. You got some good tight ends. And the defense has always been solid. The defense is actually pretty decent. So with a quarterback at the number nine pick, I feel like the Denver Broncos can push up to at least seven or eight wins maybe. Maybe a little bit more, but we'll see. But I do think at number nine the Broncos will take Trey Lance. Now the Cowboys are picking number 10, and I do believe they will pick Patrick Certain. The second out of Alabama, he is the best cornerback in the draft, arguably the best cornerback in the draft. He's right behind Caleb Farley from VTech, but Patrick Sutton is an amazing prospect, and I feel like Dallas definitely needs a cornerback. They need some help on that defense, so adding another cornerback will definitely help them and take some pressure off their offense because it's looking like now, like Dallas last season, all the games they won were always in shootouts or the games they lost was in shootouts because their defense couldn't stop nobody and their offense just had to keep up. So I feel like getting a corner will help, maybe get some interceptions here or there and take some pressure off their offense so they don't feel like they have to score every time they get the ball. At the number 11 pick, we have the Giants. I have the Giants taking Jalen Waddle. He's going to be a slot receiver with them, and he's going to be great. He he will be a great slot receiver for the Giants to go with. They did just get Kenny Galladay, and they have also the Giant. The Giants have Sterling Shepard and Darius Slayton. So, adding Jalen Waddle to that, who be the perfect slot receiver that they need. So, you know, to get that offense, the offense is good now, but that offense, you know, the offense is solid now because of Daniel Jones. Again, I already spoke on Daniel Jones. Everybody knows how I feel about Daniel Jones. He's not good to me, but um, added another weapon, and then they have Saquon coming back. Their offense could be good, and their defense is already good, so they could be a threat in the NFC East, adding Jalen Waddle to that. Now, number 12, the Eagles. Now, it's a question pick for me because there's been a lot of reports that the Eagles, they have been looking at quarterbacks at the number 12 pick. Now, I don't know. I hope they don't go out and get a quarterback before they like completely give up on Jalen Hurts, but they have yet to name Jalen Hurts the official like starter yet. They won't say he's like the official QB1. They won't say he's the official starter yet. They refuse to do it. So that means they could potentially go out to get a quarterback in the first round or the second round. I could see them doing it in the second round, you know, just get somebody behind Jalen Hurts to push him, you know, to be better maybe. But they should not draft a quarterback with the number 12 pick. So with the number 12 pick, I think they go Rashard Bateman. He's a great prospect, great receiver, and he would have definitely helped their offense more because they definitely need some sort of weapons over there. 
Now, the number 13 pick, we have the Chargers. I have them going Christian Derisaw, offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. Christian Derisaw is a top three offensive tackle in the draft. So they're definitely getting a good pick with him. And as you can see, I've named, already named, what, this is my third offensive tackle. I think my next pick is about to be my fourth offensive tackle. So this is definitely an offensive tackle heavy draft. Like it's an offensive line heavy draft. So it's a lot of offensive linemen that's going to go, you know, in the top 20 picks. And definitely in in the first round in general, it's probably going to be between five or six or seven offensive tackles that are going to go. Just because this offensive tackle, this offensive line class is very, very good and it's very heavy. Number 14, I just mentioned offensive tackle. Now I'm going to mention another offensive tackle. The Vikings pick number 14. They're going to get Elijah Vera Tucker. Offensive tackle out of USC. Now the char- the excuse me, the Vikings. The Vikings is one of those teams who are on like they went seven in line last year with having a lot of key players out. So I feel like with having players healthy in their offense and they're giving Kirk Cousins more protection too, and they already have crazy weapons with Adam Thielen and Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook, the Vikings could go back up to a 10 to 13 team, 10 to 13 winning record team. They can they can definitely get some more wins in that 7 and 9. It wasn't even that bad last year considering the fact they had majority of their defensive starters were hurt. So their defense gets back healthy, and then they get an offensive tackle to protect Kirk Cousins. I feel like the Vikings can be a 10-13 winning team. Now, number 15, we have the Patriots, and I've mentioned Mac Jones in this draft a lot, but I feel like if Mac Jones falls to 15, which I feel like he will, the Patriots will take him at 15. Um, I don't think they completely don't believe in Cam Newton, but they want to get a young guy in there just in case, you know, just in case Cam Newton, you know, has a bad year. Considering the fact that before Cam Newton got COVID last year, he was actually playing very well, you know, but they didn't have a lot of weapons and they have this new revamped team. I mentioned their, uh, pickups in a couple of episodes back, a couple of episodes back. So they have this new revamped team. And they have this good, solid team. So I feel like Cam Newton can do better with that system. He's definitely going to do better. And they went 7-9 and nine last year. So they're another team that went 7-9 and nine and they barely had weapons. Or if they had, people were hurt. And, you know, they get these pickups this offseason. And they make that push to get to at least, I say the Patriots win at least 9-10 to 10 games this year with their revamped team. Maybe even more. Maybe even 11 or 12. But... They do pick number, at number 15, they will pick Mac Jones. Number 16, we have the Cardinals, and we have the Cardinals taking J.C. Horn. They did lose Patrick Peterson, and they need another cornerback. They need some help on that defense in general, you know. The Cardinals are a very good team, and they're on the, they're right there to that, they're right on the line of being great, but J.C. Horn out of South Carolina is definitely going to help their defense become better. Not that their defense is bad or anything like that, but they're, he's definitely going to push their defense to be better, and he's going to be a good corner to have on your roster. At number 17, we have the Raiders, 
and I'm ha- I have the Raiders taking I have the Raiders taking Savon Jenkins tackle out of he's my fifth tackle being taken off the board. The Raiders they they need offensive line help considering they moved around a lot of offensive linemen this year and stuff like that. So taking Tavon Jenkins at number 17 would be the best possible outcome for them. It was reports that they were going to get a safety first, but a couple of days ago, Carl, they did just get Carl Joseph back. So now they have Carl Joseph and um, Jonathan Abraham. So I don't see them getting another safety unless they want to get a backup. I see them doing that in the second or third round. But in the first round, I have them taking Tavon Jenkins off as a tackle. Number 18, we have the Dolphins again, and I have them getting Micah Parsons. They did lose a linebacker this year. They cut him because of cap space, and I see them drafting another linebacker to replace him. And Micah Parsons out of Penn State is the best linebacker in the draft. Now, with Micah Parsons, he could go earlier. It could be a lot of teams that could take Micah Parsons. Like, Micah Parsons could go to Detroit. They can Detroit could go linebacker or Minnesota could go linebacker or the Chargers could go linebacker it's a lot of teams that can go linebacker and take Micah Parsons off the board he is he is the best linebacker prospect in the a draft right now so him going number 18 is a little bit of a fall which that might happen or might not happen he might go earlier but if the draft goes straight like I have it in my mock draft which it probably won't then Micah Parsons is probably going between 15 and 20. Now, number 19, we have the Washington football team, my team. And I feel like we go Jeremiah Osuwu, linebacker out of Notre Dame. He is the second-best linebacker. He can do it all. He can move around. He's just like Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons just a little bit better. But all the... Washington football team needs linebacker help. That's what's one of the whole only holes on their defense, and they can use a safety too. But I feel like they go linebacker here and get Jeremiah Osuwu, fill that linebacker void. They do need a coverage linebacker. He can cover. He can rush. He can tackle. He can fill the gap. He can do it all, Jeremiah Osuwu. So he's going to be the great a great pick for them at linebacker, and you can definitely help the defense right away. And number 20, I have the Bears going Caleb Farley. Considering they don't have Kyle Fuller anymore, they definitely need to pick pick up another corner. And Caleb Farley out of Virginia Tech is the second best corner, maybe even the best corner in the draft. I did mention Patrick Certain the second, and he got I have him getting picked at number 10 by the Cowboys. But Caleb Farley is just as good as him, and I feel like Caleb Farley on the Bears will be great. Even though the Bears, they might go down a little bit because, you know, Andy Dalton. But I don't know. Andy Dalton's a solid quarterback. I mean, he's not that good, but he's okay. So the Bears are one of those teams who can, like, potentially, like, they have one of those teams who just, like, one step away from winning the Super Bowl. And I feel like that one step is quarterback. And I don't feel like they addressed it at all with Andy Dalton. So they, 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 I know they wanted to get, you know, Russell Wilson here. That would have completely addressed it. What Russell Wilson there, that would have completely addressed it. But that, of course, that wasn't going to happen. I feel like Caleb Farley is the best cornerback they can take. And he's going to be a good replacement for Kyle Fuller. He might not be better yet, 
but he has potential to get there. Now at number 21, we have the Colts, another great team. Another great team. Greg Newsom out of Northwestern, another great corner, third best corner prospect in the draft, and he's going to help their defense. He's going to help the Jets' defense a lot. The Jets is going to take one or two years for the Jets to actually become good. I don't know why people think, like, next year, oh, they're they're a seven or eight or nine team winning team. No, like, the Jets are still going to be bad next year. It's just going gonna to take some time for them to get better. Just like the Jaguars, it's going to take some time for them to get better for, like, one or two years before they can say they're even a solid or a good team. I may be wrong, but I feel like it's going to take one or two years before those two teams to even, like, you know, be considered a good team because their quarterbacks have to develop. And I feel like the Colts will take Jalen Phillips' defensive end out of Miami to help that defense even more. They're going to need another edge rusher, and he's a great edge rusher, and he can do great things for the Colts, and he's going to be great with the Colts. And number 22 we have the Tennessee Titans, and I have them going Elijah Moore out of Ole Miss. They definitely need another receiver after losing Corey Davis to free agency and Elijah Moore. It's going to be a great pickup for them. He did great things at Ole Miss, and I feel like he can do great things in the NFL. And number 23, we have the New York Jets again. And I feel like the Jets are going cornerback, and they're going to go Greg Newsome. At number 24, I have the Steelers. Now, the Steelers, it's been a lot of questions behind their picks. If they go running back or if they go or if the Steelers go off the line. But I feel like they're going to go running back. They definitely need a running back. And I feel like they go Najee Harris out of Alabama. He's a freak of nature. He's that type of running back they need for when Big Ben has those off games because he has off games. And it seems like when he has off games, they can't do nothing. And Najee Harris is definitely going to be the running back they're going to need to go to to move that offense when, you know, Big Ben has those off games. So I feel like he can definitely help their offense a lot. Number 25, we have the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I have them taking Kadarius Toney out of Florida. Another another weapon from Florida, Kyle Pitts. Got, I predicted Kyle Pitts getting number, pick number four. Then we have Kadarius Toney at number 20 and number 25. And I feel like he's going to be a great addition. He's going to be a great addition to the drag to the Jags to go with DJ Chark, who D, DJ Chark is very underrated. I feel like DJ Chark is very solid. He has a lot of potential. He's very good. And I feel like you get another receiver to pair with him, you know, takes a little bit of pressure off him. Then he can do good. So the Trevor Lawrence is going to have two weapons, two official weapons with the Jags when it comes to DJ Chark and now Kadarius Toney if that actually falls through at 25, which could it could not happen, but it would be good if they get another receiver to go with DJ Chark. At number 26, we have the Browns, and I have them taking Quiddy Pay, defensive end out of Michigan. He's going to be opposite side of Miles Garrett and he can definitely rush the passage good he's going to be a good addition to their defense and make their defense even more stronger and the Cleveland Browns it been reports that they can go cornerback to or linebacker you know just to add some more depth to the defense and they did get uh Jadavion Clowney 
on a one-year deal. But, you know, Jadavion Clowney jumps around, and then sometimes he does good, and sometimes he doesn't do good. So this edge rusher would be another another player to have just in case Jadavion Clowney doesn't do good. At number 27, we have the Ravens. The Ravens are going to take... The Ravens are going to take Terrence Marshall, receiver out of LSU, the second best receiver in LSU before uh, Jamar Chase got He was the second best receiver in LSU before Jamar Chase got hurt. So he's a very solid player, and the Ravens definitely need another receiver to go on their offense with Sammy Watkins and Hollywood Brown. So I feel like Terrence Marshall would definitely be that receiver that can help them a lot. Now we have the Saints, and I have the Saints taking Ronald Moore to add another receiver because they need somebody to go with Michael Thomas. They don't have, I believe they don't have Emmanuel Sanders anymore. Ronald Moore is going to help them. He's going to be a second receiver next to Michael Thomas. He's going to be another weapon for James Winston or Taysom Hill, whoever starts with the Saints, but he's going to be another weapon. And the Saints are not going to be bad this year at all. They're going to be just as good as they was last year for real. That's how I feel like. It's not going to be that big drop-off because Jameis Winston, whoever starts, Taysom Hill is a playmaker, but Jameis Winston is a better quarterback in general to me. So they can, you know, play QB casserole, throw one in one game, throw one in another game, and see how it goes and figure out who's going to be their starter for the remainder of the year. But with that starter, they're definitely going to need another weapon, and Ronald Moore gives them that second weapon. Now, the Packers, I have the Packers taking, the Packers are at number 29, and I have the Packers taking Walker Little out of Stanford. He's another great offensive tackle, and I believe that is the fifth offensive tackle I have picked, fifth or sixth. I have picked, and like I said earlier, this offensive tackle, this offensive tackle, this is an offensive tackle draft. The offensive tackle depth in this draft is great, and it's a lot of great offensive tackles. So the Packers are going to draft, get another offensive tackle, you know, to help protect Aaron Rodgers. Another situation that Aaron Rodgers thing. I don't know why. Every year Aaron Rodgers mentions something about, like, potentially leaving or something like that, and it never turns into nothing. It's just a smoke screen. So they're going to go walk a little to beef up that offensive line a little bit more, you know, just in case of injuries and things like that. And number 30, we have the Bills, and I believe the Bills will go Zaven Collins, linebacker out of Tulsa. And he is a great, great linebacker, adds another linebacker to their team. The Bills are a team I feel like they could potentially go to the Super Bowl. They have a very solid team. They have a very great team. They're right on the push of winning the Super Bowl. I feel like they get that push, you know, adding a couple of more pieces. They get that push. They can go to the Super Bowl. Now at 31, the Ravens just received this pick from the Chiefs because the Ravens traded Orlando Brown to the Chiefs. So that was a good trade for the Chiefs considering that they lost the offensive lineman. They released a couple of offensive linemen to open up cap space. So that would be a, that's a great trade for the Chiefs. And the Ravens get another, another pick to add on to their offense because their defense is solid. And I believe the Ravens will take... Dillian Radness out of North Dakota State University. He is, I think, I believe my seventh or sixth offensive tackle getting taken off the board. Another great addition to the Ravens to replace Orlando Brown. It's also been rumors that they have another replacement potential that could happen in the draft. So maybe they trade 
maybe they trade uh their pick to get another offensive tackle or they stay here and get who I predict in uh Dillian Radins Radins at number thirty one. But, you know, that adding another offensive lineman to replace Orlando Brown is definitely the main focus in the first round for them. Now, number 32, we have the Bucks, and I have the Bucks taking Jalen Mayfield off as a tackle, which is, would make the seventh off as a tackle in the sixth or seventh, seventh or eighth. I can't remember right now, but it will make the last off as a tackle off the board in the first round and the last pick in the first round. Tampa just need to add a couple of more pieces, and they're probably going to go back to the Super Bowl. They already brought back everybody in all 22 starters, and they added they added some depth with Jalen Mayfield out of Michigan. A great pickup for the Bucks. Now, that is my mock draft. I am going to go back over some picks where I could see potential trade-ups for teams to get certain players. We're going to start off with we're going to start off with the number nine pick. If the Broncos do not take a quarterback or are not considering a trade taking a quarterback, they can get a lot of calls considering the trade back for teams that need a quarterback. Like the Patriots could trade up to potentially get a quarterback. The Washington football team could trade up to potentially get a quarterback. So that can really make a Drake make a break the draft and we have some potential trade-ups earlier, too. We can see somebody trade up into the top five or the top four if Justin Fields doesn't get picked at number three. That will be a big – that will really shake the draft if Justin Fields does not get picked at number three and Mac Jones goes number three. That will completely shake the draft. That would move That would move everything up. That would make teams want to jump and get Justin Fields because no one expected him to fall past the top three or the top five. That would definitely shake the draft. And we have some potential teams that can potentially trade back. Um, it has been reports that the Dolphins could consider trading back, you know, to add more picks for the, for next year. So the Dolphins have been really smart with their pick, draft picks. They already have a lot of draft picks next year, and they could trade back to get draft get another draft pick for next year or maybe even this year. So the Dolphins is another team to watch at number six for a trade back, and for a team to trade up to get a quarterback. But other than that, the top, really the 1 through 10, really makes or breaks the draft about the quarterbacks, and it decides if we have trade up trade ups for teams to get quarterback. Other than that, I feel like 11, to 12, 11 12, 10, 11, 12, 13 are pretty straightforward. You know, the Cowboys are going to go corner. Giants are going to go receiver. Eagles most likely going to receiver, and they, it's potential they can go get a quarterback, but I hope they don't do that. I hope they wait to the later rounds to do that. But the Chargers definitely going off as a line. The Vikings going off as a line. So those picks are solidified. Number 15 and number 19 for me, those are number 15 is the Patriots. They could potentially trade up to get a quarterback. And number 19, we have Washington, who could potentially trade up to get a quarterback. Even though Washington mentioned they don't want to mortgage the future to get, you know, the try to get a quarterback, meaning they don't want to give up too much to have to trade up to get a quarterback. And the Patriots have been really interested in Kyle Trask from what I can see, all the reports. So they could just stay right there and wait to the second round to get Kyle Trask. They could potentially trade up in the second round. But we will all see 
what happens on Thursday the 29th. I will record another, like I mentioned earlier, I will record another episode that Friday after the draft, giving a recap of the first round and see how my mock draft went and see how my predictions for the draft went. And that episode will be coming back on, coming out on May 1st. But uh, thank you for tuning in. I hope everybody has a good day. Hope everybody is staying safe. Thank you.